Joining me live on the line in Alice Springs, it is Robin Lamley, the member for Araluan. Good morning to you, Robin. Good morning, Katie. Now, Robin, it's certainly been a big week in Alice Springs and, uh, and well, a lot of people saying that there's been a bit of chaos when it comes to the way in which people are uh, being sent into quarantine after arriving back from South Australia. Um, how, what are you hearing on the ground in Alice Springs? Well, a bit of a chaos is an understatement. It really has been pandemonium in uh, in Alice Springs. The um, it started, of course, when the um, the Minister for Health announced that uh, anyone coming back from South Australia into the Northern Territory would have to go into fourteen days quarantining on Monday morning. And um, what what became clear very very quickly is that. Uh, the preparation for hundreds of people coming back to Alice Springs was just not there. The mechanisms, the, the systems, the facilities were not in place to, to uh, provide um, quarantining for people flying in and driving in from South Australia. And, of course, you know, really people have only just started to go back to mm. South Australia. So there's been, there are a lot of people, particularly from this part of the world in Central Australia, down in uh, in, in Adelaide and, you know, enjoying the, the coastal areas of South Australia, whatever. Um, so... And yes, Robin, it has been extremely chaotic. And Katie. Robin, my understanding is that overnight, I believe about 70, 71 people finally left Alice for Darwin. Is that correct? That's correct. They tried to send a plane load of people out on Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, and that plane had some problems. There was a bird involved in the plane. The, the, the flight was aborted. So uh, last night they sent out just over 70 people. But, you know, the issue that... Uh, the really interesting issue that's coming to light, apart from the complete disorganisation, um, inconsistency in decisions being made, some people are allowed to quarantine at home, some yep. people have been forced to go to Darwin, some people have been forced into quarantine here, is is that people that are uh, being told they have to go uh, pack up their belongings and get on a plane and go to Darwin, people are saying, no, I'm not going. Uh, And uh, that is really throwing a spanner in the works. There's a a local very high-profile businessman um, in Alice Springs who's been on radio down here, Steve Brower. He's in quarantine in the Todd facility and he said that he um, he uh, had a knock on the door. Uh, the police were advising him to pack up and that he was going to Darwin. And Steve said no. And I understand several other people have said no. Wow. Um, and yes, so this is a real twist because um, he also had his solicitor on radio this morning in Alice Springs saying... Well, he hasn't been fined yet. They've threatened to fine him $5,000 for not complying with directions. But his solicitor was saying this morning that um, because of the complete uh, chaos and inconsistent approach in how people are being processed, um, that they would have a strong case 
against any action taken against someone like Steve saying no to being transported 1,500 kilometres yeah. from Alice Springs to Darwin. Well, and Robin, the only um, reason I can think of why they would be wanting to get people from Alice Springs to Darwin is that they feel that the Howard Springs facility is more appropriate. But then if they're confident with the facilities that they're using in Alice Springs, well, why do people need to leave? Well, there's insufficient facilities down here. That's the problem. Mm. Um, look, I have a problem with this whole concept of people being made to go to Darwin. Where in the Western world is anyone told that they have to yep. go somewhere 1,500 kilometres away? I know it's within the Northern Territory, but a lot of people don't travel uh, much. And to be, be to be taken, even if they're, they're um, separated from their loved ones here in Alice Springs mm. for 14 days... It's a big thing for a lot of people to be um, plucked out of their hometown and, and told that they have to go to Darwin. They've, they've interviewed a lot of um, people who, who um, have had this experience now on yeah. um, ABC Local Radio here, and people are talking about how distressed they are, wow. um, how they've been poorly treated, they haven't been adequately fed and watered, they haven't been informed. This Katie, has been a complete and utter schmozzle. Wow. Well, Robin, I tell you what, um, you know, it's it's really disheartening to hear, and um, but it's, it's important, I think, that we up here in Darwin understand exactly what's going on. Um, Robin, I do want to ask you about another issue in Alice Springs, one which you and I have been talking about a lot over recent weeks and months, and that is crime. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but another video has surfaced on social media and it's actually a video of two police officers, a male and a female, um, looking as though they're trying to apprehend uh, a teenage girl in Alice Springs. Now, um, this teenage girl then, um, well, for want of a better word, lays in to the female police officer, um, you know, while her friends are in the background sort of cheering and laughing. And then as uh, other vehicles, other police vehicles and other officers arrive as backup, um, you can hear the other girls that are there that uh, that obviously aren't involved in the. Uh, well, I think. Uh, look, I think you would call it assaulting a police officer. Um, you know, they're there, sort of saying in the background, "Oh, you can't uh, look at this." They're calling him back up. Um, you can't do that. She's just a young girl. But um, I, I, look, I watched it and thought these police officers have literally got their hands tied. Yes. Um, I haven't seen this video, Katie, but that story does not surprise me. Um, what I am hearing is that the groups of girls are in many ways more dangerous and more um, cocky than the boys, the, the young men. Um, and I did hear a very distressing story yesterday, and intermittently I have heard this story over the years, but I'm hearing that uh, some of these young women or, and girls on the streets at night are prostituting themselves. So, you know, there's a real lack of care for themselves and care or wow. respect for authority. Look, things are very serious down here. Uh, Operation Viper has made a slight difference, but we have a hell of a long way to go. Um, and I feel sorry for the police, you know... Uh, what can they do yeah. without it falling back on them personally and professionally? Well, and they, I, they have their hands tied. 
there. I, I tell you what, you look, know, for me watching, Katie. yeah, and for me watching that video, Robin, and it's it, look, I I don't even think that I can share it on social media because there's so many sw- there's so much swearing and stuff in it um, that it probably is not appropriate for me to share on the mixed page. But um, what it made me think is that, you know, I thought the police are, are in a pretty volatile situation there in Alice Springs, um, and that it actually demonstrated to me that there are young people, and we've spoken about this before, that there are young people who have no regard for the law. But I I thought, how do you get out of bed and go to work every day knowing that you're going to be dealing with with that type of behaviour and, and really feeling as though um, you're unable to do your job and those, you know, that there's an element of the community who've just got no respect um, for for anybody. Well, it's completely demoralising and it's unsustainable. You can't um, you can't go to work feeling like that for a very long time. It has its use by date, doesn't it? People mm. just can't. You know, we're all human beings. Look, our town is really needing some um, some leadership and some um, attention on many many levels. Uh, you've got the COVID disaster playing out here at the moment, and it is a disaster, Katie. Um, you know, up until three days ago, I didn't have any particular criticism of the way the COVID response had had rolled out from the Northern Territory Government. But what we've seen over the last three days is a monumental flop. It's, it's failed, particularly the people of Alice Springs. And layered on top of that, you've got this ongoing youth crime disaster too and uh, you know they, the government can't sit up in Darwin and pretend everything's fine uh, for too much longer because it's just not and we do have a voice down here and mm. we've got some rights and uh, they've got some responsibilities so um, yes what yeah. you described is distressing but it's really just more of the same Katie mm. things are not getting much better. Well, Robin Lamley, I always appreciate your time. Uh, I know that very often at the moment we're having to talk about things which are, you know, which are quite negative. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah, mm. unfortunately, um, that is the situation that we're dealing with. So, Robin, I appreciate you speaking with me this morning. My pleasure, Katie. All Thank you.